Welcome to the Dan Aykroyd Podcast. And what am I looking at this time? Well, this is a, I don't want to say a spontaneous podcast, but I am podcasting from Houston and we've had this a terrible, terrible weather. And I had a lot of things on the burners, but they had to be pushed aside. We just had to reschedule a bunch of stuff because of all the power outage and all that crap. And if you're listening to this in the future, just look back at 2021 February, Houston, Texas. You'll know what I'm talking about. But it's been a while since I put one out, and I thought I would do this one. This could be a short, quick one. And it's a little bit off the map, but I think it'll be fun. In the early 90s, in fact, in 1990, Dave Thomas of SCTV fame had a sitcom, not a sitcom, had a TV show. It wasn't a sitcom, it was a sketch show called The Dave Thomas Show. And it only lasted five episodes, and he would have guest stars in each one. He had Chevy Chase, he had Martin Short, he had Catherine O'Hara, and in this episode, he had Dan Aykroyd. So we're looking at The Dave Thomas Show, where Dan Aykroyd was a guest star. We have the opening intro... It is where Dave Thomas is jumping. He's running around a television station. He's walking in rooms. He's wa- He walks into a room where there's a bunch of women changing. And he walks into a room that has James Cagney. And then he walks into a room that has Dan Aykroyd. You know, it's a quick edited intro to the show. High energy, which doesn't really match the rest of the energy of the show. But it's a really high energy opening of the show. And in the credits, you see that the music is done by by Ian Thomas, who was Dave's younger brother. And amongst the writers is a Mike Myers of Saturday Night Live, Wayne's World, Austin Powers fame. So he, this was one of his early jobs, writing for the Dave Thomas show. And Dave Thomas hits the stage. He's in a suit. He looks good. And he does his opening monologue. But it's not a monologue. It's a fake monologue. It's a monologue making fun of monologues. He's doing lame jokes that, what's the deal with this? I'm not great. I'm not going into Jerry Seinfeld. But he goes into a bunch of lame bits 
which he's treating as real. And this, the purpose of this monologue is he starts talking about uh, Max von uh, Sydow. By the way, Max von Sydow was in the Dave Thomas, Rick Moranis movie, Strange Brew, where he played the brewmeister. So Dave knew uh, Max von Sydow and he worked with him. He does an impression of Max von Sydow. And I'm just wondering if he did an impression of Max von Sydow on the set of Strange Brew. Back to this, he goes to the monologue. The monologue is to talk. The only reason the monologue is to start talking about Max von Sydow, and that slips into the next sketch, where Dave plays Max von Sydow as a barber. And this guy comes in, and he starts getting a, a haircut, and Max von Sydow starts talking. What Dave Thomas has presented to us is that Max von Sydow always plays a depressing character. He always plays a bad guy. He always plays somebody who dies in these movies. So he's playing a barber, and in lieu of the casual, you know, the casual talk between a barber and a guy getting his hair cut, it's replaced with the talk of death. He's, he does a Max von he does a dead on Max von Sydow impression dead on, and he talks about death. He talks about being in a plane crash. He talks about his head falling off. He talks about the worst way to die is decapitation. And the guy getting the haircut is just really really starting to freak out. And then Max von Sydow takes out a, a straight razor and starts sharpening it. The guy freaks out. And then as Max von Sydow, Dave Thomas goes, "Let's start over." And then he says, how about that weather out there? So this sketch is, it's a dead-on Max von Sydow, but it's just, it's a little obscure, I think, for 1990, maybe even now. But I don't think a lot, this was before internet and this was before you could see everything you wanted to on YouTube. So unless you were a Max von Sydow fan... You probably didn't get this sketch on a different level. I've always said, even if you do an impression of somebody and nobody knows who it is, if it's good, it'll be funny. Now, so this is a sketch about a weird guy talking about death to a haircut. That's fine. But if you know who Max von Sydow is, you enjoy it on another level. And I think it was just too obscure for most of the public at the time to know who it is. So most of the most of the public has thought this was just a weird uh, just a weird guy talking about death while giving a haircut. It's okay sketch. What makes it once again is the Max von Sydow. It is dead on. It, the makeup is perfect and Dave Thomas's Max von Sydow's voice is perfect. Then we go to the next sketch and it's at Dave's diner. And it's Dave Thomas talking to Dan Aykroyd. And it's just them being them. And not only are they talking, but they're talking shop. And this was sort of revolutionary, I think. They were talking about behind-the-scenes stuff. You see that a lot now, uh, where you get to peek behind the curtain, where people will present that to you. But at this time, I think, especially in a sketch TV show, it was just two guys, and they were talking about impressions. And Dan Aykroyd, uh, Dave Thomas, talks to Dan Aykroyd about his Tom Schneider impression. I know that's outdated now. It was outdated in 1990. But 
he actually drops Harry Shearer's name. Well, here, this is how he he talks about doing the uh, uh, Tom Schneider impression. Hi, uh, you all know my guest, Dan Aykroyd. Dan, thanks a lot for joining me on the show. It's a pleasure. It's nice to flex again, Dave. <laughs> Dan and I were just talking about impersonations and, you know, what to look for when you're trying to get the essence of someone's character. Like your Tom Snyder. Uncanny. Right on the money. Well, I have to credit an impressionist and a writer named Harry Shearer with that because uh, he sort of showed me how to do it. Uh, he, the, the key was the lower lip. Moisten the lower lip and get it out. <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome to the Tomorrow Show. We're very happy to have you, have you here. We've got Dave Thomas with us here tonight. It was the lip and the eyebrows. Where is Tom Snyder now? I, wish I, knew. I don't know. And then they talk about Dan Aykroyd's Nixon impression. It's just two guys talking shop. It's uh, honestly, you know what it is? It was a podcast before podcasts. That's what it is. That just struck me. It was like if, if Dave Thomas had a podcast, he would invite Dan Aykroyd on, and Dan Aykroyd would tell you how he came up with all these voices, who helped him with it. So this, yeah, that, so that's really the beginning of the podcast. Just two guys, a guy, a famous guy, guest hosting on another famous guy's show. And that's what basically what a ton of podcasts are nowadays. Dan Aykroyd does his Richard Nixon impression, and then he talks about going to China, and then Dave Thomas starts doing the voice of the the Chinese emperor, 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 emperor. If you know Dave Thomas's work from SCTV, he's just doing Lin Yi Tang, which was a Asian character that he did on the Second City stage and the Second City television show. He probably couldn't get away with it today. Probably would not fly today. We go to the next sketch. It's Dave Thomas. He's in his living room. He sits down and he puts a he puts a VHS, 1990. He puts a VHS in the machine. He starts watching it and then his wife comes in and starts complaining about, you know, you never pay attention to me. This is not the kind of relationship I want to be in. And he takes the remote and he goes to rewind the movie and he ends up rewinding his wife. So the remote works on his wife. And he actually gets her to pause. He gets her to go backwards. The whole schmear. Now, this sketch is almost beat for beat an old Benny Hill sketch from the early 80s. The thing is, Benny Hill was known to steal other people's material. I don't know if he stole that material from anybody, but this sketch is totally, if they didn't know about it, they, I, it was, they, they copied this sketch perfectly. So this sketch I have seen before in an old Benny Hill episode, and then of course, as we know, further on down the line, there was the movie Click with Adam Sandler, where he has the remote control that can control everything. So if you look at it, Click is the third generation of non-originality in a sketch or a movie. I'm not sure if Benny Hill stole that from somebody, but he was known to. So let's say that he did. So Benny Hill, well, maybe not. He probably didn't steal it because when the sketch came out, VCRs were just sort of hitting the market. So I'm going to give Benny Hill the benefit of the doubt that he didn't steal that sketch. So Dave Thomas took from Benny Hill, and then Adam Sandler took from Dave Thomas and Benny Hill. But that was just the sketch. It was just 
He's watching a movie. He rewinds his wife. His wife leaves the house, and then he goes back to watching the movie. Uh, there was really no meat to that sketch. I guess, well, I mean, I guess when you wear... Here's the thing. It didn't wear out the premise. It was a unique premise, according to them, I guess, Since the, if they didn't know it happened before. But once you got the joke, they got out. So I appreciate that from the sketch. Now we go to a commercial. It's uh, Dan Aykroyd and Dave Thomas, and they're in a car. They're green screen. They're in a car, and they're promoting the high-impact insect death quotient. And what this commercial is, when bugs hit your windshield and they explode on your windshield, the computer in your car keeps track of what bug was exploded and how fast it was going when it hit the windshield. I like this sketch. This sketch I enjoyed because I've always talked about in my past episodes about Dan Aykroyd being the fast-talking TV pitchman. Well, he did that on Saturday Night Live, and Dave Thomas was the fast-talking TV pitchman on SCTV. So had to have them both in one sketch just rattling off, they just rattle off all just about all the insects in the world here. If you're like us, chances are you really don't like it when this happens. You're traveling in the summer months down one of the arteries of America's vast turnpike highway infrastructures. And suddenly you're forced to confront the number one visual hazard on the nation's roads today. The The High Impact Insect Death Quotient! We're talking about wasps, bees, flies, mosquitoes, grasshoppers, hornets, yellow jackets, gnats, aphids, june bugs, cicadas, crane flies, crickets, dragonflies, hawk moths, horntails, squawk bugs, thirds, tumblebugs, monkeys, and roaches, blowflies, bristletails, singe bugs, firebrats, grain beetles, fidgeted, cinnabids, gastroupids, amplicidae, and megachilidae, van hornets, ropernets, rocterupids, parasitic hymnoptera, simicidae, siphonoptera, zifracidae, chemividae, and telestatipidae. Every conceivable airborne insect that can impact itself against your windshield. It was a nice parody of a commercial that you would have seen in the 90s. Not available in stores. You know, three easy payments of $15.99. It was a nice parody of something weird that people buy. Now we go to the next sketch, and it's Dave Thomas. Dave Thomas, when it says it's the Dave Thomas show, it is the Dave Thomas show. Dave Thomas is in every sketch. I was going to compare this to... Uh, the Dana Carvey show because I just watched the documentary Too Funny to Fail and it's the it's there's a lot of parallels between this show is the Dana Carvey show only lasted six episodes and what people thought what people wanted was Dana Carvey to do his to do his sketches do his church lady do all the characters that you saw on Saturday Night Live well he didn't do that he got he got risky and they canned him after six episodes. Uh, Dave Thomas, it's a little bit like that. It only lasted five episodes. But Dave Thomas was doing the characters that he that he was doing on Second City and SCTV. But he was also trying to be weird and outside the box. So I think Dave Thomas was trying to walk the line of, I want to be weird, but I'm still giving them what they want. And I think you had to go either one way or the other. You had to go straight, giving them what they want, or do straight, you know, go go out and and do the weird stuff. You had to do walking the line. Never does anybody any good where you try to please everybody. But anyway, back to this sketch. It's Dave Thomas. He's in a shack. Uh, he, we hear him on the CB. He's trapped in the shack. There's been an avalanche. 
and he's going to he's going through cabin fever and there is a knock at the door and these cheerleaders who have been stranded out in the middle of nowhere they come rushing in and Dave's like you're going to be trapped in here with me for 6 months what are we going to do and then they start hugging on Dave and we realize that it was a dream and he's back in Dave's diner and the waitress tells him to wake up and that's the end of the sketch it's just a lot of these sketches in my opinion, it's like the this was not I'm doing this right after that I watched it because I like Dave Thomas. I love SCTV. I like Saturday Night Live. But this sketch show which I found on a VHS. I taped the sketch show when it first came out because I was I discovered SCTV not too long before this. So when Dave Thomas came out, I taped the shows and I found my old VHS tape in a trunk, and I watched it, and it was like, it's it's kind of nothing. It's kind of like, wow, these sketches don't stick with you. You know, th- there was no really gut-wrenching laughing in this. I could see where they were, you know, the, the Max von Sydow impression was good, but there was nothing really clever, which, you know, after watching SCTV and Dave Thomas being the head writer, and he also was the head writer on this show as well, you I expected something a little more clever, which we did not get. And then we go into the last sketch of the show, and it's a cooking show with Dan Aykroyd and Dave Thomas. And this was a little before its time, too. It's an all-meat cooking show. And they're making fun of uh, all the vegetarian cooking shows. And this was 1990. I think this sketch has a lot more impact now in 2021 than it did in 1990. Because everybody's giving up meat. We have vegans. We have vegetarians. Whatever it is. So I this if you played this sketch now, I think you would anger a lot. You know, you'd get a lot of back... Not backlash, but... You know the vegans and the vegetarian. They're just, you know they're saying meat. You gotta have meat if you want to be bulky. You gotta have meat, and they make all these meat. They make meat dessert. They make meat breakfast. They make meat shakes. They just talk about meat. Now it's time for Beef Masters with your host Buddy Ward. Thank you very much. Today you hear that chicken, fish, veggies, and juices are good and beef isn't. Well, new age wimps kiss off because this is an all-beef cooking show with high-cal sauces and condiments guaranteed to pack on the pounds for professionals like me who need to. My guest is former bodyguard to the Shah of Iran and beef consumer, Payne Steele. You put on a little weight. Oh, thanks a lot, Payne. A1, buddy, A1. Thanks for joining me on the show. Hey, listen, it's a pleasure. You know, I openly support any show devoted to the maintaining of individual human mass through the use of high-calorie preparations, specifically beef. And as you know, it's handy having a few pounds on you when you gotta go through a door or deflect a bullet, right, Payne? Hey, you're right. There's too many people out there today in the world that want to be skinny rock stars. I'd like to see the spandex crowd try to stop a bulldozer or handle a sudden assault. This sketch... You could tell that this sketch, it was sort of an outline of a sketch. It wasn't because when Dave Thomas and Dan Aykroyd were talking about impressions at the beginning of the episode, it felt it felt really scripted. It didn't fe- it didn't feel natural at all. It was like it was just uh, you know what I love you're Tom Schneider and I loved your Nixon. It was just he basically fed 
fed that to Dan Aykroyd so he could do his Tom Schneider impression or do his Nixon impression. And then when they did the they did the commercial, it was a nice scripted piece because it was you had to be very very exact. It was very very fast talking. You had to be very very exact in the timing of that sketch for that sketch to work. This sketch between them, it's really really loose. You can tell that they're having fun with each other. You can tell it's just an outline of the sketch. You can tell that they're ad-libbing a lot. They're both from Second City. They both know improvisation. It's a loose, nice sketch. And as I said earlier about how the one with the remote, how they, you know, they got the joke and got out, this one, it's... It, it went on a little too long, in my opinion. It's like, okay, well, we have meat shakes, and we have meat desserts, and we have meat salads. Well, there's only so far you can go with the joke about everything being meat. The sketch could have been a little bit shorter, but this is the sketch where Dan Aykroyd and Dave Thomas look the most relaxed. Dave Thomas looks uncomfortable in a lot of this. I, and I don't know why he's a sketch performer. Maybe it was because of the pressure because his name was on the show and he was in every sketch and he helped write it and he even directed a couple episodes. This was the only sketch where he looked relaxed and it looked like him and Dan Aykroyd were having fun. And then after that, it's good night. I want to thank my guest, Dan Aykroyd. Good night. And you get the closing credits. And that was the episode of the Dave Thomas Show featuring Dan Aykroyd. I do not know what episode it was. I tried to look up online uh, who was on what episode, but I couldn't I couldn't find a list of episodes. But the episodes are on YouTube if you want to check them out. And to me, this was a disappointment. I didn't really remember it, so I wasn't going in with nostalgia like, oh, this is going to be great. I went in with it being a fan of Saturday Night Live SCTV, Dave Thomas, and Dan Aykroyd. And I was disappointed. It was not as clever as SCTV. He was trying to ride the line between weird and making everybody happy. And you can't do that. And I think that's why it only lasted five episodes. But if you want to check it out, I believe all five episodes are on YouTube. The guest stars are Chevy Chase and Martin Short. John Candy's on an episode. Catherine O'Hara's on an episode. We have this episode with Dan Aykroyd. It's going to be it's going to be like a light snack. You'll watch it, and then not too long later, you're like, I'm going to need something else funny to, to satisfy me. That was my opinion of this episode of The Dave Thomas Show. And I hate to say that because I'm just big fans of everybody that was in the show. But you can't hit a home run every time. It did have some interesting things. But on a whole, it was not interesting enough to hold my attention for the whole 22 minutes of the show. If you want to check it out, like I said, 22 minutes. Not going to take up a lot of your time. But if you never see this episode or if you never see the Dave Thomas show, I would say stick with SCTV, Rent Strange Brew. I think you'll enjoy those much more than the Dave Thomas show. And that's it. This has been another episode of the Dan Aykroyd podcast. I'm keeping warm in Houston. I hope everybody's keeping warm wherever you're at and we'll see you next time. To support this podcast, please go to www.patreon.com slash Scott White and give what you're able. If you're listening on iTunes, please give a review. That should help people find this podcast. 
And no matter what services you use to listen, please leave feedback. We always want to improve. Thank you for listening to the Dan Aykroyd Podcast. The road leading to Wendy's next great chicken sandwich is a hard one. Fraught with disappointments and dead ends. But when you're Dave Thomas and you're starting with Wendy's whole breast fillet, you don't give up. I think I'm on to something. Introducing Wendy's Mozzarella Chicken Supreme, an all-white meat fillet, mozzarella, and a creamy Parmesan sauce. One bite and you'll jump up and say, Gee, this is pretty good. Exactly. Come try one today.